Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Hey, brilliant listener. It's that time of the week again. We are back. In this week's Soul Health Mentor episode, I have the pleasure to introduce you to my friend, colleague, and fellow New Earth Soul artist, Jen Blumenthal. We had such a juicy conversation about waking up to our spiritual gifts, ascension, how we both relate to the word, and how our spiritual revolution and personal evolution as new earth business raises the energy and the frequency of the planet. Make sure you listen until the end because there is an invitation waiting for you that could completely shift your frequency into the arena of quantum leaping. How do I know? I personally experienced this with Jen. Jen is a pollinator, accelerator, and activator for your human evolution, here to help you reveal your magic and medicine for the new earth. She's here to tell you that you have keys and codes to share with humanity that are loaded with light. It's time to let that light be seen in your fullest expression. No more holding back. She's a certified soul art guide, life coach, Reiki master teacher, energy mastery practitioner, decodes practitioner, and a starseed volunteer on earth helping with humanity's awakening and the earth's ascension. She is here as an anchor for the light of the new earth and an accelerator for the other new earth anchors. Enjoy. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to Soul Health Mentor. It's another great episode. Today, I am very, very excited and delighted, as always, to have someone here with me, Jennifer Blumenthal. I know Jennifer because I've taken a program with her called Channeled Courses, and I also know Jennifer through Soul Art, and we have so much to talk about. I am looking forward to letting you get to know her better. Hello, Jennifer. Hello, Nadia. (laughs) I'm happy to be here with you. can I say yes. that I go by Jen? I like Jen because Jennifer is so formal and I'm so not formal. That is, that is <laughs> absolutely. I'm glad you said that. I never got to get a nickname in the sense mm. that yeah, you can't shorten. So it's really interesting how I always, I always speak everybody's name in its full length. But yes, Jen, there we go. <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I am really looking forward to hearing your story. And I know that you do spiritual work because I've worked with you. I know that you do soul art, but everybody has a story. And I would love for you to share with us what actually inspired you and even empowered you because we need to be empowered to do the type of work that you do. How did you get here? Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about my story before. It's so glamorous. Let me just say right off the bat, Um, my actual start in doing the work that I do now 
was because I started watching the TV show Ghost Hunters. <laughs> That's my whole glamorous beginning. Um, and I just, I don't know. What I really liked about Ghost Hunters was that they didn't make the show all dramatic and scary, like there are haunted houses and scary hauntings and evil spirits and things. <clears throat> and it was just them like listening for evidence of that other life. And I thought, huh, there is other life, you know, and I started to really connect with that idea that there is more than what we see. I, I already knew that, you know, to some extent, but to see it put in front of me on a TV show. And then the next TV show that I watched was called Psychic Kids. And it was um, Chip Coffee was the host of the show. And he is a world-renowned psychic. And um, Lisa, I don't remember her last name. She was a psychologist who worked with him. And they would bring two or three kids who had psychic abilities in their lives, but didn't know how to work with them and were scared about what was happening. And their parents didn't know how to help them. And, you know, just kind of, they were in this place of, of difficulty in their lives with having these spiritual gifts that they had. And so Chip and Lisa would bring the child and one parent, you know, for each child on a weekend getaway where they would go to a place that was haunted or they would go to, um, you know, somewhere where they could work with their spiritual abilities and help these kids understand what their gifts were and how they could really use them in real life. Like sometimes they would uh, meet with police officers on cold cases and they would have the kids feel into the evidence and like they would take them to a place where somebody had disappeared or something to see what the kids would pick up. And then the police would say, yeah, we'll follow up on those leads. So it really gave the kids, it empowered the kids to say this stuff that you're experiencing, this psychic energy, these things that you know, and that you can see this other world that you can access is number one, it's valid. Number two, you can actually use it to help people. It's a superpower. And they would learn how to kind of harness that. And so those were my two introductions into like the invisible world. And I was just totally sucked into that. Then I got um, invited. So there was just like this progression of things that happened. I got invited by a friend to go to um, a big New Earth um, conference, not New Earth, sorry, New Age, New Age mm -hmm. festival conference place. And my first thought was, yeah, I'll go, but I'm not talking to any of the psychics because I'm afraid of psychics and they're going to know that I'm afraid and they're just going to tell me, they're going to predict my death and tell me all these horrible things about me. Like, this is what I used to think. And so I was like, but I'll go because I'm open-minded. I'm like, if you want me to go, I'll go. So I went, she went and had a reading with like her favorite psychic. And I just kind of wandered around the show and stopped at the crystal booths and played with crystals and bought little trinkets. And when I got done, I, I was so jittery and energized and like, I, I don't know what just happened, but I just feel like this lightning bolt has gone through me. So fast forward, this was back in 2011, fast forward to November. That was in May, fast forward to November. I am so fascinated. We, <laughs> we are coming up on the 11, 11, 11 portal, November 11th, 2011. I have no idea what this means at that point, you know, but it's this big deal. And the same friend who asked me to go to this 
new earth, new age (laughs) fair. (laughs) She invited me to go on a retreat to go crystal digging Mm -hmm. for the 11-11-11 portal opening. And there was some kind of a little, you know, celebration, a little ritual that we were going to do. And I was like, sure. Okay. I'm in. At the same time, I'm very, very independent. So I have Aries rising and Aries sun signs. I'm very independent and like, let me just do my own thing. I don't want to be tied down to other people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, maybe I'll just drive myself there. I'll stay in my own room. I'll come and go as I want to go. I'll interact if I want to interact with them. And something was like, no, you ride in the car with them because we all drove together. You stay in the the room with, you know, the people you're supposed to stay with, like be part of it. Mm-hmm. And it was so uncomfortable, but I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Like I'm getting these messages already, mm-hmm. not knowing that I'm really getting messages. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to trust that I'm going to follow it. So I did. I went to this crystal digging trip, this retreat that we had, and we had the little 11, 11, 11 ceremony, which was really nice. It was um, led by a, a shaman. And we were out around a fire pit and we, you know, just, it was very simple, but it was really nice. And then we went out and we were digging for crystals, looking for crystals in the earth. This was in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And just the experience that I had over the weekend of being there with these people was incredible. And it was just so eye-opening to me. And all of the other, there were five of us, there were five of us. The other four people in our group were all Reiki masters, Reiki practitioners. I had never even heard of Reiki at that point. Mm-hmm. They did, um, in our room one night, they did a um, reattunement for Reiki for the people who were attuned. And then they just gave me energy because I wasn't attuned to Reiki and had no idea what it was. <clears throat> but I loved it. And as we're sitting around doing this, we had a kitchen that was off kind of in a separate room. I could hear noises in there. And I was like, do you hear them? Do you hear there, there are spirits here? They're in the kitchen. Like they're, they're coming to see what we're doing. I could s- just kind of sense that there was something there and it was so exciting to me at that point. Yeah. So, you know, I, that was just kind of my progression into this work. And one of the ladies who was leading the trip, she was a, a teacher, a Reiki instructor. And so as soon as we got back from the trip, I was like, when is your next Reiki certification? Because I'm going. And so I did that. And then a few months later, I did a Reiki master. You're not supposed to do it that fast, but I did it really fast. Mm -hmm. Then a few months after that, I started finding teachers for psychic development. And I took a tarot course. Go around to the next year, back in May, when that new age festival is happening again, I went and I was getting readings from the psychics at this point. There you go. I kept taking my education further and really, I just loved being in the mystical energy and being able to connect with the stuff that you can't see, the deeper energies that are on the planet, the the, the messengers that are here, the way we can connect with nature and the earth. And so I just kept my education going. And then the third year I was working at a booth giving readings. So I started being terrified of psychics to then, you know, taking some training, getting readings, then giving readings. So, and then from there, I just didn't stop. I just kept going. So. Oh my, there was so many beautiful moments. 
story. And me being from Germany, I don't necessarily know those two TV shows. Not everything made it to Germany. So mm -hmm. when you were talking about the psychic kid, kids, I was absolutely fascinated because, yes, there's kids that are sensitive and have these spiritual gifts and are highly in tune and highly intuitive and are misunderstood by the adults the adults can't guide them. So this is really beautiful that they had a TV show about that. Mm -hmm. I could relate. And I think you can relate maybe as well. We've, we've all kind of have gifts sometimes. <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, I'm not, I can't generalize like that. But I do remember being intuitive as a child. And I do remember feeling things that the adults didn't. You said, you know, you were scared of a psychic because they're going to say something you don't want to hear. And that actually happened to me. I, I would sense things, see things, know things. And I was not appreciated for telling the truth in that way. Mm -hmm. So that part, it, it's so important to talk about this so that the listeners can know you either the child that was shut down or you might have a child that is highly sensitive and that has these gifts. And I really love your joy and your passion for for the mystics mystical world i don't personally use the word psychic because of all the weird connotations with it but i've come to love the mystery that i have and mm -hmm. that is the part where we got to know each other through soul art and that's where i came to love the mystery because it's a whole process that just takes you in the into the mystery in a safe way and then i experienced your course you're a channeled mm -hmm. your channeled courses and then that inner child that is full of creativity and intuition was unleashed how did that happen how did you come to talk about the new earth talk about aligned business and now teach channeled courses you know that is an interesting question because again, it was just this progression of things. So I used to, <laughs> I roll my eyes at a lot of things, but I used to roll my eyes at all of the people talking about like ascension and we're going to go to the 5D and all of that stuff. <laughs> and I was in my soul art certification process. Um, <clears throat> and I had just started the level two certification. So I was certified in level one, started level two. And I was just doing my soul art journey. It was the very first journey in level two. And I just remember I, I was painting this big painting that I had. And I just painted like all of these kind of shapes on this, this paper that I was working. I, I use big mixed media paper on the wall. And I painted all these shapes and I really just got into the zone and I started putting all these little marks around all these shapes and really just, it was like amplifying the energy of that. And when I, I, I stepped back to take a break and look at what I was doing and I was like, oh, I ruined it. I don't like that. I don't like all those little shapes. What am I doing? And I was like, well, it's too late now. I'm just going to keep going. And so I went back in, I was really focused. I'm making all these little marks and these little amplifications and I got done and I stepped back and looked at this painting from this, you know, kind of farther back view. And I was like, oh my goddess, that is where I'm from. 
this is this whole world of, it was just like all this light language and these little, I don't know, like palaces where I had been and these roadmaps and just, it was the most channeled, interesting thing that I had ever painted. And this was me, you know, soul art is all about discovering your inner landscape and bringing it out into a visual way so that you can really work with that um, in a deeper way. And this painting that I had just painted introduced me to this whole next level for me. And when I went to journal about the painting and what I had learned from it and what it was speaking to me about, I was like, I'm here to help with ascension. And I was like, no, that can't be right. (laughs) I always roll my eyes at that. That's not right. You know, but just that, that I didn't have other words besides ascension at that point, because that's what I had heard out, you know, in the wild. But I was like, I am here as an engineer for the ascension of humanity. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means, Mm -hmm. but I could just feel it so strongly in my body. You know, when something just lands, like you've had this Mm -hmm. happen, it just lands and you just know something is right for you. Yes. And if you know, it's something you have to pursue the next step of because there's something in it for you. And I was like, okay, whatever this is, whatever that means, let's just let it unfold. And so that was really the beginning of that process of like, okay, I'm here for the new earth. Ascension is about the new earth. And I've asked myself this question a lot of time, a lot lately. What even is the new earth? Like there's not really a definition of it. It's more to me, this bringing back of there's ancient wisdom that we're calling back in. We are equalizing some of the things that have been unequal. The masculine and feminine energies have to be balanced and work together in their cohesiveness. We have to be, you know, the new earth is about allowing us to bring out who we are here to be and allowing that diversity and allowing that connection to the invisible world to be valid and to be useful and powerful and for, you know, like amplifying the, the healing energies that are here. There, there's so much involved in like, what is the new earth? But those are kind of the pieces that speak to me the most about it. So I did the painting and um, was like, okay, so I'm here for this ascension and new earth, whatever that means. And then I really was working a lot. I spent a lot of time in soul art working through my own certification process. And in that process of using art for healing, I realized I could use art for creating and not just for creating art, but for creating my work and creating how things come through. And so I started using my own like mystical tools. I started using soul art and I started using my, my Oracle cards. I've got them on my desk right now here as my main tools, intuition, Oracle cards, creativity as my main tools for what is it that I'm here to create in a business? How am I here to work with people? 
what is my job on the earth, you know, in the new earth bringing up. And so I just started using these things for myself. And I've done that for, you know, I don't know, four or five years, three, four or five years, somewhere in that, in that range. And just suddenly, and so all the, the business that I've always been trying to build is about how to help people develop their spiritual gifts. And um, as much as that, as much as I love that and enjoy that, that hasn't been my actual thing, like my soul frequency. And so through all of that work, it's never quite landed. And only recently when I came to this, you know, I was actually getting an astrology reading and somewhere in the reading, it came up and I was like, you know, that method I use for course creation, I should teach that. (laughs) And I said that out loud, it was like this wave of energy went through me. It was fear mixed with excitement, mixed with, did I just say that? Am I actually going to do that? Is that something I'm supposed to be here to do? And just, I was like, that's what I need to do. I had to, I had to align with that idea internally. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, that's what I'm here to do. And so I just took what I've been doing for myself, using the art, using my cards, using my pendulum, using channeling, using automatic writing, all these tools that I use. It's like, okay, we have these spiritual gifts, but how do you use them to build a business? Mm. How do you use them to create your programs? And what difference would that make if we actually did that? Yes. That's how I got there. I love And that, that. is that is unfolding in crazy ways now. Yes. But I, I loved listening because it's so rich with with for me, and these are my words, out of your mind and into your heart wisdom. That's just the tagline of the podcast. It's your mind is telling you, are you serious? You know, what is this word ascension even? Are you kidding me? Come on, like rolling your eyes. But in your heart, it, reson- it resonates as truth. And you talked about that visceral landing that, that I know well as well. And I just wanted to share a little story with you because that was fascinating to me too, how you came to the, the language of new earth or ascension or spiritual gifts. I actually grew up with spiritual seekers. Like my dad and my mom were both spiritual seekers. They were anchored in religion. So my dad was baptized Catholic. My mom was Muslim. And then my mom and dad married. And then there's all this conditioning around it. My mom was taught he has to convert. And he did. When he visited South Africa, he would pray just like Islamic people do. He would fast. Mm. He would join their culture, but he was open. He was seeking. So when he comes back home, he would also go. We had Americans in Germany, right, through the military. And he would go to Mormon church just to kind of check it out. And eventually we just kind of landed in a place where the family is just seeking spiritual knowledge. So the first time I heard the word ascension was when I was 12. So it literally, because my dad was in his 50s and he was discovering his spirituality and new age. And he talked to me about ascension in German, which is Aufstieg, but it's the same word. And then he didn't harp on, on the word, like he didn't keep using ascension, but he, he would talk about a spiritual revolution, 
a spiritual mm. evolution coming to the planet. I love that. Right? Because we need to <laughs> wake up. We need to wake up. And here's my dad talking to me as a 12 year old, which is still a child. So he's using child language. And he's, mm -hmm. and he described the new earth to me just in frequency. He said, imagine there was this earth that was full of abundance and full of um, wealth for everybody, sacred wealth for everybody. And you live in harmony with the earth and the people and the animals. And then he, and then he gave me the other version and he exaggerated. And then imagine there's a world full of ego struggles and strife and pain and, and war. And then he asked me, which world would you choose? I mean, it was pretty obvious, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think what my dad was doing, he just wanted me to choose the frequencies of abundance. And this, and so he gave me the story, told a story for a child. So I chose, I chose at 12 years old that I was going to be part of the new earth. But I, had, I love that. Right? I had no idea what that looks like. And I just committed to following my own light. That was the commitment and light meaning spiritual gifts, the, the potential inside of me, what wants to be birthed through me. So I just mm -hmm. want to offer that perspective because that's why the word, I don't use it often. I, I, I would use things more like spiritual revolution or you said something beautifully on your Facebook where you said your, your I, I think it was your evolution is your revolution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Attention to me is evolution and revolution. That's what it is to me. Yeah. 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 It's stepping up and claiming like all that you are and everyone is allowed to do that. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, I love that. that. That's so, that's amazing that you got that message at 12 years old and you started to follow your light. I will say that I love my parents dearly, but I did not get that message. I didn't live in a a world. My parents were very supportive of the things that I wanted to do, which I wanted to dance when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, but they didn't know about abundance. They didn't know about abundance mindset. Mm -hmm. They were in that work hard and struggle category that I think a lot of people are in or came from. And so I didn't get those messages until I was well into adulthood, probably in my thirties, I didn't start opening up until that, that was even a possibility. So, you know, you, you, you spoke about, and, and now we can put this into context. You spoke about, you, you realized you drew your star home. You, you did soul art and it's like, oh my goodness, this is where I'm from. So my parents were spiritual seekers and very open. So we would talk about reincarnation and other planets. And my dad loved talking about aliens. <laughs> he got a little <laughs> overboard with that but I would have to remind him I'm like dad I'm not arguing with you but we're living on earth you know we're here we're here <laughs> yeah I love earth I love living here I love the human experience and in all of that there, he, he was seeking knowledge and my mom but they did not have and this is what I have to mention they did not have the spiritual tools to break really old um, negative mm. karmic patterns and blocks and restrictions. So they would talk about abundance, but couldn't access it. And mm. their life led me, they planted the seed, but they couldn't show me how. But their um, negative example, and not by, I'm not judging that just because they didn't have the capacity, made right. me seek even more. And you mentioned something 
I, I'm always very grounded and I love that. I think we both are where like, let's, let's put the mind into this and then mm-hmm. kind of just think this through. So I never would talk about um, star seeds or star home, but I definitely knew that, that there was something different about me that, you know, that it was, yeah. And people would say things like, oh, you're so mature for your age. Oh, you're an old soul. You know so much. And those are all signs that Mm -hmm. can possibly point to being a starseed. And I know that that before you did channeled courses, you were very much talking about spiritual gifts. Yes. Mm -hmm. And starseeds a lot. And the the spiritual gifts that the starseeds bring. And now I just... I was in the course of channel courses. So I, I kind of witnessed how it just went. Like I am, I'm thinking German now. This sometimes happens. Then I don't (laughs) speak anymore. It hit like a lightning bolt. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of people in different ways. So we have the star seeds. We have the new earth. We have metaphysical tools spiritual tools we have creativity intuition and now all of this is coming into this realization of we can create an aligned business with this yes yes doesn't that feel good (laughs) feels so good that feels so good and there's so many of us out there with spiritual gifts heart-centered want to be soul aligned with creativity and I know you have something really exciting coming up so I wanted the listeners to know about this so you're running a master class right yes what is this master class about so it's called the new earth aligned biz master class and it is about create like creating the the I'm going to say the rules. We're calling them the five essential energies mm-hmm. of creating an aligned business. An aligned business is, you know, for me, I realized that if I'm going to do something in my business and I'm going to perpetuate it and it's going to be long term and I'm, it's my energy that is being used to build this thing then that thing has to be aligned. I have to be aligned with that thing. If I'm not aligned, if it's not the right thing for me to do, even if it's the popular thing or what other people think I should do, it doesn't matter because I can't sustain it and I can't be energized by it. So it will drain me if I'm doing something that is not aligned with me, with who I am here to be. So when I talk about star seeds and star workers and the new earth now and having an aligned business, whether those are popular opinions, whether other people like that or get it, it doesn't matter. That's aligned for me to talk about. And that's what lights me up and energizes me so that I can do my work. This masterclass is about what are these ways that we've been conditioned to believe business has to be this way when that's not aligned with who we are 
And how do we shift into alignment to create businesses that light us up, that feed us, that nourish our souls, where we can be heart-centered and we can be soul-led and we can serve humanity like through those things. That's what the masterclass is about. I love this so much because <laughs> I definitely am a fan of spiritual gifts and, and the work that I do is that I do like to help people find their spiritual gifts, their uniqueness and what they came here, a starting point. It's, it's always a starting point. And then we, yes. we can go deeper and deeper and deeper. We can, I start with the Akashic records, but then we can read so many different blueprints and we can go deeper and deeper and deeper. And as someone that did the excavating work to find my spiritual gift, what, what is my soul here for? I can so relate to the, the business rules that didn't work for me, the, the business rules that didn't feel aligned. And it is such a breath of fresh air to know that you are doing your work. And I wanted to make sure that this message spreads. And I was so excited to have you here, to hear your story. And it's so much fun for me to hear people's story. It gives me so much. Um, and... What I'm basically saying is that I want <laughs> listeners, <laughs> listeners that are identifying with everything we've shared and that are intrigued by new earth and what is an aligned business. And yes, I am creative and I'm intuitive and I have something inside of me, but it just doesn't, doesn't want to come out. How can they join your masterclass? How, how can they be in your masterclass? Well, they just sign up for the masterclass. <laughs> I think you'll probably share a link in your soul notes, yeah. uh, in your show notes, right? Soul notes. Yes. <laughs> uh, soul notes for the soul podcast, yeah. soul health mentor. Um, yes. So just sign up. It's a free class. Mm -hmm. And then come and join us on Zoom because we create a vortex where everybody gets, you know, plugged in and connected to the messages. And we're going to actually do some of the I call it the healing work, the healing steps to shift from the old paradigm into the new earth paradigm. Like you get to choose that. I don't make anybody do it, mm -hmm. but that is offered to you. And I give you a way to make those shifts within yourself so that you are aligned with who you are here to be. And I just, I want to clarify something, the rules and the conditioning that have been built around business, I, they're not bad. The rules are not bad. They're not wrong. They work for a lot of people and they are true. And that's why they've been perpetuated and really anchored into the earth because they're they're true and they work. They for some of us though, the star seeds, the soulpreneurs, the the spiritual entrepreneurs, the light leaders who are here, they can only get you so far but they take us out of that alignment of who we're here to be and how we are here to help the new earth be anchored in. And so that's where we need to make the shift into what's the more aligned version of that for me, for us. Mm -hmm. So I just want to clarify that we're not saying that any of that stuff is bad. We are just shifting into a new paradigm where we're focusing our energy, harnessing our light to then send it out in all the directions it needs to go. 
Yes, and you, you, I get what you said, and it is important to clarify, but I also do just want to offer the perspective that having followed old rules that are outdated for us, it's very draining. It and is. It takes mm -hmm. a lot of energy, and then when it's draining and it takes so much energy and the input doesn't reflect the out, or the, how does it go, the, yeah, the input. The output, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't like like it's not equal then right. it's not sustainable and if it's not sustainable I can't keep running my business and if I'm not running my business I'm not doing my work in the world so it's this catch-22 it and is just really great that there's this opportunity to to find something new to discover and explore something new and having experienced your class having experienced your program it is very meaningful to me and to many others and that's why I wanted to really highlight your story and how you got there because it also humanizes you. It makes you human. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a wonderful thing to, to have that connection on that level. Lastly, so yes, I will put everything in the show notes. Correct. You will find all you need to know about Jennifer and the upcoming masterclass in the show notes, which, which will be on soulhealthmentor.com. And lastly, though, I wanted to ask you, is there spontaneously a out of your mind and into your heart wisdom you would like to share with the listener? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this, this interview earlier today and I was like, we could talk about this stuff for three hours and never be finished with it. Um, what I would say from my heart to your listeners is that I would that that many of them, if not all of them, are here to bring in the new earth in some way. Like I'm, I'm recruiting for the new earth team here. Go new earth. Um, but I would I would believe that many, if not all of them, are here to help with the new earth in some way. And I want them, I want you, the listeners, to feel into that for your own truth whatever that means, whatever new earth means to you and whatever way you feel that you're here to participate, I ask you to just, you know, like hand on your heart, tune in, what is your truth there? And if that's true for you, then it's time to start really shifting how you operate into a new earth way of being, especially in creating your business. Because business is one of those places that has been so anchored in a particular way of doing things. Businesses are so, I'm going to say masculine. And also, again, I don't mean the masculine is negative, but the masculine is, it's what I call the frame and the flow. The masculine is the frame the flow is the feminine and the, the flow, the feminine has been missing. And so it needs to rise. And the way we get that to rise is to step in and operate from that way. And so the feminine is the mystical. It's the intuitive. It's the creative. It's the feeling, you know, the feeler, um, the nurturer. It's like all of those energies, the being energy we need to operate from that place. And so whatever, so I would invite your listeners to start to notice if that's for you, if that's where you're, what you're here for to participate in that in some way, and then start to notice how those 
feminine qualities want to come up and be shown in your life. And then notice where you push them down. Notice where you make them wrong or someone else has made them wrong. And so you believe that they're wrong. You believe that they're not um, qualified. You believe that they're not strong enough, that they're just something to do on the side or in the background, but not in the forefront. And then start cleaning those old beliefs up so that you can actually align with your truth and who you are. Because I can tell you for me, and I I was going to ask you this question, Nadia, for me, I am way more energized and in my element of what I'm here to do when I'm aligned with who I'm here to be. When I own my own truths, no matter what other people think about them. What is that for you? Absolutely. It's that that is absolutely what it is. And and the work that I do in the Akashic Records is about people's souls gift and their essence and and how does it translate into being human and then there is such a thing as misalignment you're actually not aligned to who you are because you've been conditioned out of it and it costs so much energy to uphold this this thing this being that you are not so Mm -hmm. it's absolutely it's soul aligned that's why it's called soul realignment so we realign to to who you truly are so that's beautiful Right. And your original divine soul's blueprint is built to have a hundred percent life force energy pulsing through you. Yes. When you're aligned without without any bunged up energy. Yes. yes. And I got goosebumps as I was saying this. And cause because you're in your element and it's just a good feeling. Yes. So good. We can help people together. You bring those gifts out and realign, and then I will show you how to build your business using those gifts and being aligned. Yes. That sounds great. <laughs> that is yes, yes, yes. Thank you so yeah. much for being here. It was so wonderful to have you on Soul Health Mentor. Thank you. I was so happy to have this conversation with you and we'll have more, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, Please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing. 